bread from heaven. So as we look into the word Holy Spirit, that we know that 1 John 2, 20 and 27 teaches us that you're our teacher. That men and women impart revelation and knowledge, but you teach it to us. So we're saying we receive the implanted word, as your servant James said, with meekness. And then the word implanted means to receive that which is deposited by others. So may your grace be in this place to give and to receive and to bring forth fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Open your Bible, if you would, to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. We're staying on this theme. We're staying in the theme of love, the greatest of all. So that is like the canvas of several months. Love, the greatest of all. <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. That every message is on that canvas of love being the greatest of all. We have the Saturate program that dropped into, well, dropped down by the Spirit of God, inspired by the Holy Ghost to reach the nation for Christ. Now it's up to 160 million homes receiving the good news of Jesus Christ by the end of 2020. 120 million. Hallelujah. One of the curses in Judaism is for a woman to be barren and to be childless, a woman that desires to have children and is married. And that was one thing that I, as a, as a Christian, first of all, as a believer, to have fruit, to have led people to the Lord. Amen. And to invest into them, to care, to care for them, and to disciple them, and to help them become a, a success in Jesus. Amen? <clears throat> but to go to heaven and be barren would be sad. Because God has called every person, every one of his children, to be fruitful. Amen? So, more regardless of how many people you may have led to the Lord, or maybe, maybe you've yet to lead, to lead somebody to the Lord yourself personally, believe that you are his ambassador. We saw that in the beginning of this whole thing, didn't we, in 2 Corinthians 5? You are ambassadors, hallelujah, of Christ. So with that in mind, as disciples of Jesus and, and ambassadors of the kingdom of God, say ambassador of the kingdom of God. Now, if I look at you in the natural, I'm going to say, boy, God's, God's really got a sense of humor choosing this gang to be his ambassadors. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, God's got a sense of humor. For choosing you. Tell them. Say boldly. For choosing you. 
And then to, let's be humble about it. God's got a sense of humor to choose me. Amen. <laughs> and then not only does he save us with an incorruptible seed, he puts a brand new species, makes you and I a brand new species that never existed before with his DNA in us now, not Adam one's DNA. That's still there, but he puts Adam last Adam, Adam two's DNA in us. Glory to God makes you and I a whole different character. Amen. But let's look at second Corinthians, Joshua and new King James chapter two, verse 14. But I encourage you to use your paper Bibles. I appreciate electronics, and I'm not against electronics, but there's something about handling the book. In 2 Corinthians 2.14, Paul says this, Now thanks be to God, who sometimes leads us in triumph. Oh, oops, bad, my bad. Who does what? Oh, come on, Paul. Come on, Apostle Paul. Don't mess with us. Always leads us in triumph. Come on. Be real. Come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, Holy Spirit. Be real. <laughs> How many times have you ever read the scripture and you're like, mm-hmm. Come on, just be honest, because the Holy Ghost is going to tell on you. <laughs> Who always leads us in triumph. <laughs> we got to be, you got to be crazy to not want to be a Christian. I mean, if this is true. Well, I want to say this. This is a prophetic word because the Bible is a prophetic book. This is a prophetic word. It is the will of God revealed to humanity. And for us today, this is a will of God revealed to you and I. So the inspiration of the Spirit of God is just think the Holy Spirit is saying to us all at the church of Jesus, thanks be unto God. Give thanks. Lord, thank you. For what? That you always lead me in triumph. Can't hear you. Lord, thank, thank you that you always lead me in triumph. Thank you that you always lead me in triumph. So my experience to date isn't that I don't feel that way. That has, Lord, that, that really, now here's the, here's the, I, I select this word, tension. And I, I, I <laughs> there's a holy tension between the flesh and the spirit. Paul uses the word, it's hostile. The spirit is at enmity with the flesh and the flesh is at enmity with the spirit. 
So you got first Adam and second Adam. It's not the devil on this side and the angel on this side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you feel like Porky Pig. You can't figure this thing out. No, we have light. The entrance of the word gives light. Gives understanding to the simple. Thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph. In Christ. Say in Christ. That's how he leads us in triumph. But uh, we need to get something into our into our heart and into our soul and the, as our minds are washed with the washing of regeneration in Titus 3, 5. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to the world, but be being transformed with the renewing of your mind. Amen? So we're... Be, I, we, I've been saved 44 years. And Bobby Connors, we were just watching something he had just ministered in this, this year as well. Bobby's been saved almost 50 years, but he said... It, and it's it's not a new colloquialism or however you say those things. A new saying. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. And Bobby said this. He said, "The more I learn about God, the more I realize I don't know about Him. He is huge." <laughs> Amen. Thanks be unto God who always leads you and I in triumph through Christ, the Word. Say Christ, the Word. If there's anything, the devil, the first thing primarily that the devil wants to keep you and I from is from the manna of heaven. Because guess what? We're not transformed by the Spirit. Oh boy, I, I can feel that in here. Like, what? The Holy Spirit's involved with our transformation. But we're transformed by the renewing of our minds with the Word of God. Now we're born again, our spirit's made alive unto God. Amen. New heart, old head. New heart, old head, old way of thinking that needs to be transformed and come into divine alignment. Amen? So God is saying to you and I, thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph. That's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, get on board with me. Get a hold of my way. He trans that <laughs> glory to God always leads me in triumph through Christ, the word. I was saying to Carol, we just had this, we, we took this short trip to Af Africa. Hallelujah, I must be prophetic. To Florida last week. But the very first morning we woke up, we were on all the night just talking about the things of the Spirit. And I have not been so whelmed with the presence of God in, in, in Oro Stede, in Managakaya. <laughs> Uh, it's like the Lord awakened, revived something on the inside of me, but in, with Carol and I and the, the anointing and the presence and the faith for impartation and for the outpouring of God to believe this. 
Thanks be unto God who sometimes leads us in triumph. No, all, always leads us in triumph through Christ, in Christ, and through us. Say, through me, diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Now, for <laughs> through us, the body of Christ diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge. Now, we learn things by the Holy Ghost, and we experience things in the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, and things like that. But I want to say this. They're the fruit of the Word of God. The things of the Spirit are the fruit of of the word of God. How do you, why do you say that? Because they are prophetically spoken from the mouth of God. So it's the word of God. We need to keep the word as our primary focus and foundation. The gifts of the spirit accompany married to it. But keep the word of God first place in your heart and your mind. Come on now. Now, we've got a gift from the Holy Ghost, and it's the baptism of the Spirit to pray in other tongues. Why pray in tongues? Why are you, you know, we, the Pentecostal settings and charismatic settings are changing and have begun to, began to become, um, to succumb to the fear of intimidating man. Francis Chan said something recently, and he, it's amazing what's happening with Francis Chan. What was the name of that book about the church? The letter, a letter to the church or letters to the church by Francis Chan. Look into it. Get it. I'll tell you what, because it's amazing. A man that had a mega church of thousands of people walked away from it because he was convicted by the spirit of God, that God wants more. He wants the word and the spirit. He doesn't want a, a mega church, so to speak. He's more concerned that there are people groups, local localities, churches planted in communities and things that are turning their community upside down for Christ. Yeah, it's not about the, bill, the, the bells and the whistles and the, how, how techno, technological we can be. Now, there's nothing wrong with technology. But he's saying it becomes like a, an entertainment thing rather than the presence of God. We need to entertain his presence. And as a corporate body, be in faith that when we gather, Jesus is going to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And that the power of the most high is going to sit on us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not to just not a bless me club. It's an empowerment opportunity for you to get transformed and take it out there. Glory to God. To give hell a headache. Everywhere our foot trusts. Now look here. The fragrance of his knowledge in every place. What I see and have found in here by the Spirit of God is the promise of Abraham that you and I just decreed. We are heirs of Abraham. What was the promise to him? Everywhere your foot trods, I'm going to give you. Hallelujah. Ha! Shaka. No matter where I go, in the workplace, in the marketplace, glory to God, in my neighborhood, as you prayer walk and you start to pray around your neighborhood. 
So non dribeseka or pato patenamata, he tonishi for so, fondesevicato prita amba. For as you begin to take my word and pray, and yes, walk around your neighborhood and pray and decree the things that you desire for me, it will be established in your neighborhood. And now, Shamaso from Bethsaida, don't concrobe so and so. Don't think the pato pate in China ma po fribende, for you will bambending in dando apata. For don't think for a minute that your prayer doesn't have power and influence. For my word reveals to us and to you that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. But it's not just in the prayer closet. No, don't think wrong about my power. For I will demonstrate it as you go forth and believe in that hour. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Diffuses through us the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Beloved, every place your foot trods is changed because of the atmosphere you are of. You are no longer your own. You've been bought with a price. You and I have been bought with a price. It is his fragrance in us. The fragrance of the word. Dear Jesus. The fragrance of the Holy Ghost. <sighs> Say, I am, I am a blessing, a blessing. Waiting, to happen. waiting to happen. Amen. What does that mean? Abraham believed God and was counted to him as righteousness. It's time you and I start believing God and what he has said. Thank you for sharing that about Benny Hinn. We love Benny Hinn. He just, sometimes people, when they realize they've been off course and they, it's not so much what they say, it's how they say it that can bring confusion to the body. You can't read the Bible and not see the prosperity is the will of God for his people. But selfishness is not. And excess is not. Amen. So here we are, say I am an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I believe you. And God believes it. Next verse. For we are to God the fragrance. Let's read it together. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. <laughs> Whoops, cuts out of the bag. Jesus said, in the measure you use what you hear, it'll be measured unto you. If you hear it and don't use it, you're like the person that took the talent and buried it. Judgment starts in the house of God. The Lord did a stunda. 2019, and I shared it this morning at prayer, but I'm going to say it again for those of you who maybe forget it or didn't hear it. 2019, the year we're, you know, approaching the last quarter. 
20 means expectancy. It's one of the, the definitions of the number 20, what it means, the implications in the Hebrew. 19 means divine order in judgment. Say divine order and judgment. Now, for the body of Christ, the judgments of God are for blessing and fruitfulness. But they're judgments nonetheless from the throne of a king, not a democracy. This isn't a pre- God isn't a president. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. He is a despot. He is a despot. He has a kingdom and he has citizens. Hallelujah. God doesn't ask you and I to vote. He asks you and I to believe. And he asks you and I to love him as he has so loved us. Your ability to love God and my ability to love God is directly connected to the revelation you and I have of how much we've been forgiven. Your ability and my ability to love God is directly connected to the revelation you and I have of just how much we have been forgiven. But, say but, read it together again. We are to God. We are to who? To who? So as far as God's concerned, you and me are fragrance. Glory to God. Kingdom fragrance. Say kingdom fragrance. Of Christ. Read the rest. Among those who are being saved. And among those who are perishing. Next verse. Verse 16. So everywhere you and I are foot trods every day. I want to say this. It starts in the home. It starts in the home first. A lot of folks, they have home and their home is still in disarray and disorder. We have to get divine order into our homes. Come on, say divine order. But everywhere you and I are foot trods, every word we speak, every action we take is going to reveal either the kingdom of God or the kingdoms of this world. One thing or the other is going to be expressed. Come on. I'm not talking about it's not being weird. It's not being like Tiny Tim, that whack job. I mean, I mean, my man made about a million bucks, and I'm thinking, if I, why didn't I think of that? I could have just put a rug on and just done the same thing. You know, hey, Miss Vicky, I mean, how does it, what's, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, well, to one, the fragrance that you and I exude. See, it's the heart of the Father. Say the heart of the Father. 
the heart of the Father that you and I need to carry. And it's the fragrance of Christ that he has chosen to diffuse through us, through words and actions, to change lives, to, to prove to people. See, here's a good thing. The Holy Spirit wants to prove something in us and prove something through us. He wants to prove that God is not religious. I say God wants to prove that he is not religious in our lives and through our lives. Hallelujah. That's why you, you don't want to be a cookie-cutter, cookie-cutter Christian. You don't want to be a cookie-cutter Pentecostal. You don't want to be a cookie-cutter charismatic. You want to be your unique individual self in Christ in the body. Hallelujah. Your personality is unique and special. Wow. Glory to God. Say, I am unique in Christ. I can vouch for that. So to the one, though, the fragrance that you and I are of and need to be of. To one and some folks, that aroma is an aroma of death. Say aroma of death. Well, what does God mean by that? That the witness, say witness, of God's reality in my life is a testimony to the lost that he's real and that he lives. So as we carry him and we begin to display him and share the father's heart. Everywhere. See, it's being on call. It's not about just, you know, praise God for outreaches and, and prayer times and, and refueling times and all that stuff. But it's in him 24-7 we live and move and have his being. We need to be conscious of that as stewards of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stewards of divine DNA. There, I'll tell you what, there's a line being drawn in the body of Christ. It happened with Moses when he came down off that mountain. My Lord, they were, there was revelry in the camp. The devil quickly moved to try to divide the body of Christ that came out of Egypt. Come on. Come on, he tried to bring them back into bondage. Moses said, those who are for me, for God, come over here. Those who want to stay and go back to the world, you get over there. And the Bible says the ground opened up and swallowed all those who had rebelled in the ground. Wouldn't that be something if that started happening in churches? Those who are really with God. Yeah, come up here. Those who are with the spirit of the world. Judgment. Those who are with God, judgment. Those who are in the world, judgment. On this side with God, Judgments of blessing on this side 
of the world, judgments with curse. Oh, God doesn't curse people. Bless me. Bet me. He said, I set before you today life and death. I advise you to choose life, but it's on you. You choose death. You get cursed and all the benefits of it. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad I came today. Amen. So, but listen, beloved, our lives, think about it, saturate. Mark and Nancy uh, Gesrick, they're back there, but they've also done two zones in Magnolia, and we need to finish Magnolia up. That's going to be part of what we're going to design this week. And we don't want to lose momentum on reaching souls for Christ. Saturate is, you know, it's getting the gospel to every home. But some people, our first, <laughs> our first voicemail, our first phone call from the people that were so blessed had about six words in it, and four, two of them were English. The other were profanity. Well, it was all English. But how dare you blankety blank blank put this on my blankety blank mailbox? But Carol said, yes, we got a reaction. But she also said this, Lord, we pray for this person that has this opinion about the goodness of God, that has a deep need, amen, that has a deep need for the Lord. So, all right, but that message, that package was an aroma potentially of death to that person with that response. Are you listening to me? Had they opened that package up, they would have found the love of God in a non-threatening way. They're not Jehovah's Witnesses putting it on their door. They're not Mormons coming to their door. They are blood-bought sons and daughters of God through different congregations bringing good news to them. But the ones who hear it, an aroma of life, aroma of life leading to life. That's why we ask everybody that's participating here, let's lay our hands on these brochures. Amen? Trusting that the anointing of God that is resident in his people is going to be imparted into paper. Believing that what happened in Acts 19, that handkerchiefs and aprons were taken off the body of Paul and taken, and whoever got one of those out, those aprons or handkerchiefs were either healed or delivered of demonic oppression or possession. Wouldn't it be awesome if somebody got opened that thing up and they were demonized and all of a sudden they throw something up and man, they are totally free. Why not? Why not? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I wrote it this way to the one we are the aroma of death leading to death whose minds are veiled now what happens to the people that are you know that aroma that affects them in a negative way or they have a negative response it is because put this write this down in your notes if you're taking notes and I encourage you take notes that aroma of death is because their minds are veiled. 
Their minds are veiled to the gospel. Amen? But to the aroma of life leading to life, the ones who accept the good news of Jesus Christ through you, through your love, through his love in you and I, through the actions you take or the words you speak. Amen. The aroma of life to life. That's because the love of God and the prayer, I want to say this, our, the fragrance of Christ is directly also diffused through us through a prayerful life. A lot of us get up in the morning and we don't, we don't, we haven't learned yet the art of redeeming the time because we don't see the absolute importance of having prayer before we go out into the world. Well, pastor, you don't know my schedule. I don't need to. If you're a disciple of Christ, you will find the place to, Jesus said, ask of me. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened to you. All right, Lord. Pastor's been banging on this. We see it. We've seen it in your word, even through getting a grip on the basics. About the importance of praying early in the morning. Martin Luther, Martin Luther said this in his writings. I have so much to do today. I must pray three hours. I've got so much to do today. I must pray at least three hours in order to, to accomplish what I need to do. And I read that and I'm like, I'm in rubble now. I, I, I call them prophetic insults. Yeah, in a good, in very good way. I'm pricked by it. Now, of course, he didn't have his regular secular job to go to. He had a vocation in the Reformation and beginning to take people to preach that gospel. We're saved by grace through faith. Amen. And not works that you don't buy indulgences. As the Catholic Church had incorporated into its heathenism and paganism. And Benny Hinn, when he was repenting, I just thought of the indulgences. They used to sell indulgences, get out of hell free cards in advance. You pay, you get an indulgence for your future sins that you want to commit. Doctrines of demons. My Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I love y'all. And who is sufficient for these things? Paul goes on to reveal to the church, past, present, and future, in lieu of this, just everything we talked about previous and, and just these verses. Please hear this. Paul goes on to reveal to the church, past, present, and future, that God's enemy, the devil, is the culprit responsible for humanity's indifference. 
That's the way he came to me, and that's the way I penned it. The word culprit means a person or other agent guilty, guilty of or responsible for an offense or fault. And that's the way the Spirit of God gave to me. I don't use the word culprit. It's not part of my regular vocabulary. But as I was pouring, just praying and over this message, it was, that's the way it came to me. So I hope that helps somebody in here. He's the culprit. Amen? Now, turn to 2 Corinthians 4, 3, and we'll get as far as we go today. I'm in no rush. I have such peace that I believe until the end of this year, and if necessary into 2020, that we are going to hang out with God. And we're going to get the importance of being fruitful witnesses of the Lamb. Not only getting the information, we're going to be equipped and empowered to be the witnesses. Amen? In 2 Corinthians 4.3, Paul wrote this. And I, I have this before we look at this in my notes. Devils, the devil's work revealed. Slash. What are we up against? Question. The devil's work revealed, slash, what are we up against? Now, you and I have to guard our hearts that as we're that fragrance, that, with that it's a, like we're rolling the dice. Well, I might be an aroma of death for you, but I also could be an aroma of life. It may not be a bad thing to say to somebody like, huh? <laughs> an aroma of death. No, we're going out in faith because the love of God's been shed abroad in our hearts by his spirit. Because say love is the motive and faith is the method. Paul says this, but even if our gospel is veiled, but I want to say this, even if the gospel in you, if the gospel in you is veiled, not to you, but to those who are listening to you or hearing what you're saying. It is veiled to those who are perishing. Next verse. Whose minds, here's the problem. Here's what you and I face on a daily basis. Whose minds, and we were there. Say, I was there. By grace through faith, we're no longer here. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Speaking or referring to Satan, Lucifer. The God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. If perhaps they might see the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. We talked about it a little bit this morning in prayer. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are... His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. That the Father has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. As part of the good work you and I are called to, to be a witness. It was so important to Jesus. He commanded them, go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. The baptism of the Holy Spirit was so important. For the church. And what's the devil hit secondly? 
if he can't hit your word time, he doesn't want you to walk in the spirit. You you or I, he doesn't want us to walk in the power of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That power gave people the faith that no matter if it meant going to the lions in the arena, they were going to be a witness for the lamb. We're worried about being offended or rejected. They knew that impending death was probably going to accommodate their witness of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, guys. We need to wake up and smell the coffee. We need to embrace the who we are because of whose we are. Hallelujah. Saints of the Most High God, ambassadors of the kingdom of God. Everyone. And it's not the five-fold pulpit. It's a whole body of Christ being this amazing family, amazing army. Hallelujah. So that's part of what's going on here. Now, we have saturated. We're taking the good news of Jesus Christ. And listen, I want to, and Carol and I have been talking about that. It's a wonderful thing to know that we're being fruitful. We're doing something. Amen. Come on. And we're taking the good news without confrontation. A lot of folks don't like confrontation. So a door hanger. Hallelujah. Come on. Well, Pastor, you know, I'm not very good talking to people. Hallelujah. You don't have to talk. This will do the talking for you. You know the old thing, let your fingers do the walking through the yellow pages. Let this do the talking. Come on. In Jesus' name, Father, thank you for touching this life. What's this? You're invited. Good news, family. Worship What is this stuff? You are a rare species. You are an alien. (laughs) Would you like to know God personally? Is that even possible? Father, we pray over these packages and this information. Trusting the Holy Spirit, you will fill it, saturate it. <sighs> saturate it. <sighs> it's amazing we don't ask you to take each page and say, in the name of Jesus. And when they read this part, whoa, when, Lord, as they read this part, oh, oh, put the hook in their jaw in Jesus' name. Pierce to the heart. What's this? Three Jesus films on one. Are they some kind of cult? 
I watched the Equalizer, no problem watching this, I guess. <laughs> Watch Braveheart, I guess it can't hurt. Whose mind's the God of this age is blinded. So when we're praying over this stuff, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we command you to remove the veil of the souls of those who receive these packages in Jesus' name. It's not about building good news. It's about building his kingdom, winning people to the family of God. For some, they're going to return to their denominational uh, connections from the past. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We don't know the souls that, and the power of the touch. But the fragrance of Christ through you as you prepared, and we commend. So many people have been on board preparing foot soldiers. Glory to God, something's happening. Amen. Let me finish with this. Isaiah 60, verses 1 to 3, and we'll close for today. Give me a couple more minutes. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 60, Joshua. And I posed a question here. So the devil's trying to keep people from seeing the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ. My hope and our hope and our prayer is that every saint under the preaching and teaching of this canvas of the Lord for such a time as this, that you will be a fruit-producing, fruit-bearing son and daughter of God. So what happens when you are going into your workplace or to the marketplace? God's saying this to you and I. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Church, arise, stand to attention, commit to action, and shine, for your light has come. What light? The light of the glory of the gospel of Christ. Ha! Come on. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, God's people. Another translation, one translation says this, the glory have of God will be seen on you. Say, seen on me. Tell your neighbor, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Oh, Father, I want the glory to be seen. Because it's not possible on a, a sinner, a committed sinner. But your glory's possible to be seen on a saint. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It don't get any better than this. And in a moment, a decision, you can go from darkness to light. In a blink of an eye, just like Jesus said, man, as a thief comes in the night. Pow! Done. It happened. Out of here. We didn't have time to think about it. Now, it's gone. It's gone. It's yesterday. It's past. 
Because in the realm of I am, it is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The realm of the kingdom of God is now. Faith is. Glory to God. Arise, shining, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, God's people. Next verse. This is prophecy. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness, the people. Have we ever seen the darkness that is manifesting in the news today? In all over the world. Have we ever seen such evil? Not at this level. Amen? Deep darkness. This is unfolding as you and I speak. Say, but. Tell your neighbor, but. The Lord will arise over you. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. And his glory will be seen on you. So as you're going in the marketplace, you're going in the store. I said this before. Lord, which store shall I go to today? And we got a plethora of choices, amen, to get things we need. Well, Lord, I can save a dollar here. That's not where I want you to go. There's a person with a need over here at ShopRite. I want you to go to ShopRite today. And I want you to do more than shop. I want you to fish. Come on, Lord, you know, I don't usually go to ShopRite. Well, I usually go to Acme, go to ShopRite. Or the Lord could say something that we all love, go to Walmart. <laughs> He's a Christian, you know. Let's support him. Now, I have a, see, as you and I begin to align with the heart of the Father, Father, what's your, here's a good prayer. Father, what are your needs? Because Jesus said, if we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all we need is going to be added. So as we're maturing, we need to say, Father, what are your needs? Where do you want me to shop today? Double dog dare you. And if he says where you regularly go, go there. But don't just go there and buy only what you need. Go to plant seed. Everywhere your foot trods, the kingdom is. You're a fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Wow. Amen. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness, the people, America and the world. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen on you. Next verse. Here's more good news. Say good news. The Gentiles shall come to your light. What do you have? What do you have? I want it. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Now that could be literal, but it also could be, what does the Bible say in Revelation chapter 1? We are a kingdom of priests and kings unto our God, 
So as you and I are his light and sharing the faith, empowered, believing the Holy Spirit to give us something to say to somebody, the right words. It could be just this simple. Hey, can I just tell you? God loves you. Jesus loves you. And he has a plan for your life. It can be that simple. The power of faith, of love, going into the soul of someone that's broken. Hope, all of a sudden, is created in their heart. They're... Now, there's a species in Florida called the ladyfish. Those buggers do nothing but tease you. They are able to bite that hook, take the bait, and shake themselves off it. It, uh, uh, Them ladies are fighters. And I'm telling you what, there's nothing more frustrating. We buy shrimp for bait. Oh, man, that thing's fighting. Oh, that's a lady probably. That thing's just wiggle and squiggle and boom, they get off the hook. You pull up that empty hook. Ruh-roh. Got to buy more fish. Got to buy more shrimp. <sighs> but I figured it out. <laughs> and that lady's on there. You can tell when a lady fish is on there. I nail it, and I run up the beach. I'm not even giving it a chance. I pull that bad boy out of the water, and it still, it still gets its way off the hook, but I got it. And then I put it back in the water. I won. Yeah. So Gentiles shall come to your light. Kings, kings, the people, the people that are born again as a result of the love outreach in your heart everywhere you go. And we do the outreach we do collectively. Amen. So this is prophetic to Jesus and to his church. Please stand. I hope this is helping you and inspiring you to be more of a light, more of a witness. Grab your neighbor's hand as a, because we are one in the spirit, one in the body. That's what, you know what, when you were, when you were, when you were ministering that word, it's like the Holy Spirit was just downloading so much inside of me and um, from the word that you were ministering. So that's what the Holy Spirit does. He teaches us, you know, and, and stirs, 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 stirs. Um, we were, we, we were, we looked at each other and I said, Ray. We were reading something in the scripture, and I said, thank God. Thank God he had mercy on the Gentiles. I said, I was a Gentile. So were you. And we just looked at each other and filled up with tears like we would have never been born again. Thank you that he didn't keep it just for the nation of Israel. Amen. Oh, boy. Time's coming, though. It's, it's on its way where it's going to close to the Gentiles and open to the Jews. So while, so while it's, it's day, we need to be working. We need to be working. Amen. And I just thought, I wrote this down because I, um, I'm trying to think what you said. 
But I wrote down, it's, it's so important for us to align ourselves in the morning with the Father to hear his plan so we know what his day that he planned for us, not how we're planning him into our day. That we're aligning ourselves with him early in the morning to know what his plans are for us that day. Where he wants us to go, what he wants us to do, he'll just make you very sensitive to, <coughs> to people's needs. Come Remember this when the Lord spoke, gave me that prophetic utterance that years, some years ago. The Lord said, and a lot of you caught it. If you, he said this, if you take care of my needs, I'll take care of yours. Let's do it. Lord, as we close today, or come to a conclusion of this temporary assembly time, that we're going to take it with us because yes. it's going to continue. As we come to only a pause. <laughs> you know, this just ran through me too. Was, uh, after Jesus ascended unto heaven, Peter and John were walking towards the temple. And the, you're all familiar with the story. The lame man was there who had been lame since birth. Historians teach that Jesus had to walk past him several times. But there was an appointed time for that man to encounter the power of God. And he was begging alms, and Peter looked at him and said, fixed his eyes on him. The scripture says he fixed his eyes on that lame man. The anointing of God in him, the power of God was there because he had been baptized in the Holy Ghost. And Jesus had said to them, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes on you to be a witness. And he looked at the man and he said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee. Saints, you and I have been entrusted with the living, abiding word of God and the anointing. So, Lord, in <laughs> thank you for your grace. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the richness. Help us be an empower. You've already done it, but Lord, your word says they were continually being filled with the Spirit in order to be those continual empowered witnesses. <laughs> May we be that. May we fulfill your dreams, your desires, and please you in all respects as Jesus did. Teach us, Holy Spirit, how to do it and to be it. In Jesus' name, we bless this house, every family unit, them, their seed, their spouse, and their seed for three and four generations. If they're single units of Lord, but for every family tree represented here, we thank you for salvation, deliverance, healing, and restoration in Jesus' mighty name.